Marie. And I'm Georgie. Coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. This This is is Creative Clinks. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Clinks. In this episode, look, we kind of were trying to think of what we're going to talk about and we kind of felt like we concluded that we're just super depresso because it feels like we come back and circle back to similar topics. But look, let's roll with it because am I the problem? And oh man, can I resonate with that at the moment? I really feel like I am the problem. And I don't know about you, Barbie. What what are you doing at the moment that makes you feel like you're the problem? Because I know this is opening a can of words for me already. Can I just say, though, I'm laughing already. So even though we're like, hey, hey, everybody, this might be a little bit depressing. And like, am I a problem? Which is quite possibly going to be a a yes to like whatever question we ask about that. I'm still laughing, Georgie. And I'm laughing because every time I see your beautiful face, I just know we're going to have fun. And that's all that counts, right? Oh my God, stop it. My head is going to get too big for this screen. I'm going to need bigger than 16 inches for this. And hey, and I know, and this is what I kind of love about this is that we're being authentic. And actually someone said to me, and I hadn't told you this and shout out if Rob happens to be listening. Okay. So Rob, you know who you are. Um, He said he was listening to one of our episodes the other day and he said he just loved the dynamic between the two of us and how real and authentic he it was and how it's very relatable. So I'm just here to tell you that's exactly all that this is. And that made me a very happy girl. (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe we aren't the problem. All right. Let's talk about where this has kind of started from. Um, It's been a while, Miss Georgie, since we've had a chat, just you and I. We had so many like little episodes in the bank, like really early on. They were all kind of released. And then you went on holidays and then I went on holidays. And anyway, we back, baby, better than ever. Problematic children. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. We took a sabbatical from our problematic lives. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. See that word sabbatical. As soon as you said that, I need to tell you something, which will kind of lead into this conversation. Last night, Sean and I were laying in bed and I'm like, as I am just like super, like unmotivated, unfulfilled in my current career that I'm like, Hey, how would you feel about moving to Singapore? <laughs> and he's like, um, and, and, but you know what is so great about my husband who we always do talk about and how amazing he is. He was like, but what would I do in Singapore? I know he didn't go, huh? Have you lost your mind or anything like that? He was, uh, he was like, oh yeah, I know what I could do. I could just go to the hawker markets, take Ash with me. And we'll just like, I could be like the stay at home dad while you make us lots and lots and lots of money. You know what? It wasn't a no. So that was when you said sabbatical, I was like, isn't a sabbatical when you go and like study for a year or something like that? Is that right? I thought it was an extended leave of absence. Yeah, but I thought it was supposed to be productive. Can you, can we Google that? So when we say productive, I thought it was like either you study or like you take a, a role overseas for like 12 months and that's like your sabbatical. Cause I thought I've heard like really high end corporate companies that offer their employees sabbaticals. Okay. I can see your face that you haven't answered. Now, what is it? 
see, no, I thought a sabbatical was a long period of absence because I've heard it framed in the more or less like someone had a mental menti B and they got sent away from work for to recover from their menti B. So that's what I thought it was. And PSA and menti B mental breakdown. So definition of sabbatical, a noun. A period of paid leave granted to a university teacher or other worker for study or travel. Traditionally one year for every seven years worked. Oh, so it's like long service leave for a year. Hang on, is it saying you're only supposed to be a university teacher? So like we can't even be using that word. Typically it's like traditionally university teachers or other worker uh, for study or travel. So basically sabbatical definition piss off for a year because you've worked for a bloody long time i love this okay so we're going to use that term sabbatical in what i'm talking about i want to take a sabbatical to singapore so because <laughs> move to i singapore. am going through the the grass is greener on the other side and i will feel really good about myself <laughs> And it'll be like a tick of the box. And then I'll come back and I'll be like, hey, like, look at me. I'm now amazing. I am so fulfilled and life will be complete. So that's what my whole plan is. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to make me oh, feel cool. better? Um, this. Yeah, of course it will. Because um, I'm all here for these ideas because this was this is my um, journey of thought from the moment I left this country um I'm in I'm in the same wavelength because I and even funnily enough to propose an idea to my boss to for, to let me work and live in the U.S. He's and like, what did Daniel say he said three things one let's talk about this sober <laughs> two it's not forever I love having a team and b I trust you of course <laughs> wow so that wasn't a no either it wasn't a no. So, yeah, so I'm with you on this, but actually, update on the uh, British passport. I need to send them a new photo because they're like, we can't use yours. But then they also sent me something about my mum's um, weird certificate thing I sent anyway. But I'm this close. I'm this close. And then I will be able to enter England without, I think I don't need a. Well, if you have a passport, a British passport, you don't need a visa. No, so that makes my life so much easier for this sabbatical. For the sabbaticals mm. we're going on. We can both go on a sabbatical. <gasps> exactly. Can't you get a US passport? I do have a US passport, but I don't want to go to the US. I want to go to Singapore. So. Sabbatical, Singapore, amazing. I love this. <laughs> uh, British passport. I have an American passport. Irrelevant. Yes, grass is greener. <laughs> grass will be greener. I will go and work for like these amazing, amazing firms. I have two in mind already. <laughs> um, I might even reach out to them. I was already looking for jobs mm. on Singapore kind of like websites and stuff, but then you've got to apply for like this thing called a Singapore pass. Oh, and it's like, oh, it's all too hard at the moment. Okay, so... Let's talk about this. (laughs) Am I the problem? Am I the problem that I am feeling like I just, nothing is good enough and I need to just keep one-upping myself every friggin' time, right? And that's what this sabbatical is about. I'm gonna put gonna put a pin on that because you just said something that makes me curious. So when you say, "Am I the problem?" Are you framing that from a place of friction with 
mm, key stakeholders or friction with your inner self of that incessant need to be doing better on the next project that you do and the fear of falling behind where you've set the standard for yourself? Oh gosh, that's so professional, that questioning, Georgie. However, I am more coming from not my uh, the stakeholders involved in my projects. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, even though that probably is relevant, I am talking about that my mental capacity that I am the problem that I just can't, I'm just never happy. Mm. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm just nice. never happy in this career more than anything. Yeah. When was the last moment that you felt joy in what you're doing? Um, hmm. Like the first first thing that – don't think hard about it. The first thing that comes to mind when I say joy and your career, what was the moment? Uh, probably when I, like, I finish off a project that I'm excited about and that I'm proud about, but then it very quickly dissipates after that. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, now mm. what? Or then mm. – that happiness something happens and I'm like oh wow so maybe I shouldn't have been happy about that and I am going to talk about this because really proud of something I finished not not long ago and I've had a lot of people say how great it was etc and then um went to disappointment and then questioning myself because they are posting photos of the new design on their socials and not even mentioning me or tagging me but talking about the design and I'm like hmm that's pretty poor form that you know how much effort you know how great it looks you know the feedback and you don't even want to mention my name and so it's like little things like that that I'm like you know what this sucks that you're doing that to me. I'm like, oh, so high. And then now I'm like, wow, now I actually feel really shit. You're talking about my work, but you're not even mentioning my name. I had sent a message to this person just like saying, hey, hey, <laughs> I'm sure it's just a mistake. Would you mind tagging me when you talk about design? And no response. Yeah. So that disappoints me. Mm. I, I know I constantly think about boosting other businesses. Like if, if it's from getting a tattoo and tagging them on my story or, you know, or if I've collaborated with another business, I, I always strive to be able to show that show off that collaboration because that's what I'm proud of. But I can I can really hear the disappointment that you have about that. And and I can totally empathize with you. Correct. When you don't say our place was designed by so-and-so, but you're talking about the design, like as if you did it yourself, that's wrong. Look, at the end of the day, it's like for me, it's kind of more about, um, it's just disappointment, you know, because you know that mm. uh, the creative industry, there are so many highs and lows and we go throughout throughout like a whole project of going up and down and that kind of thing. And when you finish off a project, majority of the time you should be on a high and I am, but then it's like, but then why does it, it's like, but it always ends. And like something like this is like a shitty end. Like I know that you can't always be, 
tagged in every single photo forever. I get that. But they haven't even tagged me in one photo yet acknowledging my design. Oh, that cuts yeah. deep. Yeah. And so then I start yeah. then I start spiraling, right? And I'm like, oh, I thought they were happy, but maybe they weren't happy. Maybe they actually don't like it as much as I thought they did. Uh, maybe there's something I've done that I didn't realize. And so it's not just that whole, hey, hang on, you didn't tag me. That's kind of shitty. But my mental state starts going down with maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was, you know, and that's actually where I think it gets a little bit hard for me. And, and that's where, hey, am I the problem? Is it my mental state that I'm actually, you know, this is just me and I'm probably overthinking mm. of it, overthinking this whole situation quite possibly. But, um, yeah, that's just – I think I get really disappointed in people really easily. I think that's part of the problem, to be honest, because <laughs> I would never do that to other people. But for some reason, like, people do it. Oh, yeah. No, I can definitely empathize with you there. I think definitely don't spiral into the conclusion that you must be the problem. It's super disappointing, but you're always going to have to sit with these feelings because I know that you, you know, I know that you know Mm. that like your logical part is telling you like, yeah, obviously this is normal, like slap out of it, but you're always going to still have that part that goes, but I'm miss disappointed and I'm sitting back here and I'm really fucking bummed out by this and that's okay. And I definitely don't think silencing her will help Mm. in this at all. Like I think it's listening to her and going, yeah, I'm disappointed too. I'm with you. Nurturing her to be just that little bit more resilient every time she's okay to be feeling disappointed and hurt and just a bit gutted especially when you put your blood sweat and tears into a project so true so true see this is why i need to go to singapore (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were about to say this is why you need to be my therapist and i was gonna be like oh Oh my god but no singapore's better Singapore's better. <laughs> no, very wise words, Georgie. And you know, I wish I could be. And we have spoken about this before. The person is just like, ah, what is water off a duck's back? Like, who cares what anyone says, or you know, that kind of thing. But as we have also spoken about creativity, design, anything like this is it is personal, especially to us. Mm. I think it's a little bit different as a business owner. Um, as in like, you know, whoever's hiring us, I think it's a little bit different. You can say, yeah, that's personal too, but it's, it's, no, no, it's no, it's different. It's different. Especially being, being a business owner and working in a company, it's, it's different. Like I still, I actually, fun thing. I actually want to send you that personality test. I had someone send me a personality test. Shout out to that person. I'm not going to name names or any other references, but I know he harassed me because I didn't give him a shout out. So here you are. Here's your mention. You can listen to this and you know who I'm referring to. So he sent me a personality test. See, there you go. Shout outs. It's not that hard. (laughs) There's a dig. Yes, the intrusive thoughts. Um, Oh, wow. That was good. That was good. But, yeah, send me a personality test. And it's funny. Apparently, I'm a top. Uh, 2.8% of the population. <laughs> um, but, like, I, what are my things of traits about my personality? Of what, though? <laughs> Psychopaths? <laughs> I... <laughs> There's a thing, okay? I can't. See, this is why I need to stop bringing things up and 
it's it's stuff because I get fact checked. You're not talking about my human design because that is something I want to talk about. I want to get someone on. Anyway, you're not talking about that, obviously not. We can talk about that, but I don't know what I don't know. I, I don't know what that is about. But I was talking about personality types. Okay, go personality type. Yeah, what are you? Oh, oh, I'm excited. But no, personality types. I'm I'm, I'm a I can't be bothered to find it, but. I'm an E something, something, something. Insert graph here about personalities. Um, if only this was a YouTube channel. So pretty much one of my main traits is I'm a very empathetic person, I think. Oh, he's going to correct me so hard on this. But anyway, long story short, I, I, I hate this word so journey. much. Is it journey? But I'm sensitive, apparently. But just means I get very emotionally connected to things. So projects, I... Nah, I got no idea what that is. <laughs> Sensitive. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so because of this part of this trait, that's how I get really emotionally invested in people or projects or these things and I take that on or I become really passionate. Passionate mm. is a better word. Mm-hmm. So if, you, for instance, you, Barbie, or a friend comes to me and they say, yeah, I've got a problem and I will be like, well, I need to solve this. I, I need to help you solve this. I will feel good. You will feel good. Everyone wins, you know, like it's, so I have this. And so things don't go right. It's, it's upsetting. It's, it's a part of you that is being criticized. And that's where we can get that imposter syndrome, that feeling of who are we? Why are we here? Am I the problem? But yeah, I think definitely it's, it's a different set of emotions or a different set of feelings um, when it comes to you've, you're the face of your business and you're a face in a business. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you said, like if you're not in that right frame of mind anyway, like I've just come back from holidays. I hadn't seen my sister in like over five years. She was here, so I had a very emotional time with her. Mm. You know, there's a bit of stuff going on in the background, like Sean just Sean had quit his job um, of eight and a half years and has just started a new job on Monday. And so there's a lot of stuff happening. And actually Monday mm. I, I was kind of like my first official day back at work from being on leave and my sister had left and Sean started his new job. So I was home by myself mm. and I actually, I felt like I didn't know what the hell I needed to do. Like... I was like, I knew I had work to do, but I could not physically sit down and do anything productive. And I had this feeling in, in my gut all day of like, I just don't want to even want to do any work. I don't want to do anything. And yeah. And that was part of just like my mental capacity. I just couldn't cope with anymore. And I'm sure at one stage I literally just sat here and cried. I just couldn't give anything to anyone. Mm. Um, Your cup's empty. So I definitely was the problem on, yeah, I would definitely, yeah, the cup's empty, but I was definitely was the problem on Monday. (laughs) But you know, like if someone messaged me and, and like I am working on a project at the moment where it's just like, I literally am, kind of at the end of my tether with it and um and Mm. I don't have like I'm at the stage where I'm like I actually don't have any more to give with this like this is it I don't have any more I can give and I know like you know another message coming through saying hey can we look at this again can we change this you know 
cabinet by you know to save a hundred bucks sorry sorry that triggered me somewhere deep and yeah you I mean we all know what that feels like we all know what that feels like but it's harder when your cup is empty right and you don't have the mental capacity Mm. to deal with that whereas if you're on a high and everything's good and you Mm -hmm. know the sun is shining your coffee cup's full all that kind of thing you know what hey I could do that for you yeah, more tolerable. but not when I'm just like mm. first day back from holidays, sister's gone, husband's just started a new job. We've just realized we don't have money to pay the mortgage this week. You know, little things like that. I'm just like, I, I, I can't do this for you anyway. So what are we talking about? Am I the problem? Nah. No. <laughs> no. It's the, it's the, it's the intrusive thoughts that are the problem, mm, I think. Yep. But they're all a part of you. And it's, um, it's definitely a hard thing to learn to love. Like, I nearly cried today over the fact that it took me a... F- 20 minutes to figure out what an EDM was. I've never done an EDM or I've done an EDM. I didn't know that it was called an EDM, which is an email design like a design of an email i i nearly cried i nearly cried because i couldn't figure out what the fuck it was and i got my boss in there and he stood and listened to me freak out for 20 minutes and i just went i actually don't have a question for you because i figured it out and now i'm angry that i figured it out now you're here and i'm angry about this situation and i'm really overly emotionally charged right now and i can't do this and he said slow is smooth and smooth is fast you really need to slow down okay (laughs) i'm proactively being aware of when I should say, well, yeah, I'm in progress. I'm a whip, work in progress of being aware when I'm too fast and need to slow down. It's it's a really hard journey and it's a really big fat speed bump. And the worst part is, is we're not even at the crest and, but we've just got to keep pushing mm. and pushing unless we really are at the point where we've over the crest and everything's still shit. And then we do a career change and change the theme of the podcast. Mm, there you go. There Problem you go. Solved. But you know what I was just thinking, which I think is quite, quite good. We're at least, we're here reflecting on whether, like we're not actually going, no, it's not me. It's you, you know, our clients are the problem or that kind of thing. I, I guess, you know, you can look at this in, in, from two different perspectives. Like one, it's great that we are at least sitting here and talking about it and we're reflecting on our own, like, you know, insecurities or our own issues and asking, am I the problem? Or two, is this like a female thing sometimes, unfortunately, and I hate to bring up like sex, gender, whatever you want to call it, um, where we just automatically blame ourselves for everything at the same time too, you know? So I do think it is quite healthy to at Mm. least sit back and go, okay, I'm at least asking myself, is this me? Am I being rational? Can we chat about this? Or is Mm. there actually something a little bit more than, hey, no, I actually am being a bit too hard on myself or no, you actually do need to put your clients in place. Oh, yeah. From that first one with me being, you know, quite upset about my client not acknowledging me as a designer on their project, I think I definitely have a right in saying, hey, actually, no, they need to be told that that's not the right thing to do. Mm. I think just being able to kind of Mm. um, question yourself and like be and sit back and go, 
actually, this is something in, internally which I need to work on and I shouldn't be projecting it on someone else or on my clients mm. or this is actually a, you know, a real client issue that needs to be discussed in a professional manner. So, I don't know. I think this is healthy. I think so too. I think this is constructive whinging. <laughs> I love that. And everyone is allowed to whinge. Everyone's allowed a pity party. It's it's the line in the sand of when it's a pity party and constructive yeah. whinging. I love it. But, okay, can we just circle back for a hot minute? What is this human design? Oh, yes. Yeah, so this is amazing. I'll tag you an Instagram on it. But, like, a friend of mine who, funnily enough, used to be an interior designer um, is now, like, stopped doing interior design and she is purely focusing on – actually, she focuses on two things which I think is so cool feng shui right feng shui and thing called human Mm. design um which is basically now it's not a personality test it's based on um it's based on energy and this might sound really spiritual but it's actually not there is actually scientific evidence about this um it's based on the energy that you um that was around you when you were born it's a really quite complicated thing but everyone's put into five different categories of energies and once you actually live by these i guess these energy categories and who you should be instead of trying to i guess be someone that maybe you're intrinsically not you'll actually find that your life starts to fall into place it's very 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 interesting um yeah so I would love to chat to her actually because I think she would be amazing to talk about it. Um, I, it was funny. There's a podcast that I listened to. And it's called The School of Greatness. Um, his name is Lewis Howes, and he's absolutely amazing. He's based in the states, and like he's interviewed. I'm talking about like the most insane people in the world. Um, he's probably one of the best podcasters in the world at the moment. With um, I guess talking about business or mindset or whatever it might be. And he just recently interviewed, um, her name's Jenna Zoe and she's based in the UK who does human design too. And the podcast was just incredible. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah. So it's not hocus pocusy stuff. Cool. It's actually like it's scientific based stuff with, I guess if, you know, if you still also like a little bit of like spirituality, astrology kind of stuff also like tied into it, it is absolutely perfect. Yeah interesting so I shall I know what my um energy type is and so I've done I've delved a little bit into it but not a hundred percent into it but I will get my um I'll talk to my friend Petra about it Mm. and see if she wants to come on let's close let's close um all right so questioning if you are the problem I think it's healthy and I also think hey maybe taking a sabbatical (laughs) Taking a sabbatical could be an answer to, uh, you know, getting out of your funk or, or, you know, I don't know, feeling good and re-energized. We love a good bit of escapism on this podcast. We're very much promoting for everyone to leave their job. Oh, my God, escapism. (laughs) I need a tattoo on my forehead that says, like, hashtag escapism or something. Seriously. Two-year anniversary, we get a tattoo that says sabbatical across our knuckles. (laughs) Yeah, okay, we might discuss that one in depth a little bit further. But anyway. Beautiful. What's what's so your your key takeaway for the day is that a sabbatical is key and you're not always actually the problem. Yeah, I don't think I'm always the problem, but I think I do need to 
calm my farm sometimes. But then at the same time, you know what? It's super important to make sure that you oh, stand up for yourself. Hey, like like what I just what I mm. said I did in regard to these posts that I'm not happy about. I did stand up for myself. Yeah, it hasn't come back to me yet. But uh, you know what? I needed to say that, or else I, it would have eaten me up any even more. So yeah. Oh, exactly. And I think that's a bit of closure. And I think it's, you know, being able to acknowledge that, cool, I did the most I could do. This is the end of this chapter. We'll feel what we feel, but we're moving on now. Um, I think that's awesome. And yeah, I I think my core takeaways is that just um, my theme for the week is slow down. So I think I'm going to set with that. It's, it's slowing down. And cause yeah, even just being, it's always easy to be a facilitator or like, you know, the, the person being the ear to chew. Um, and even just like being in that moment of like, just being quiet and listening. I'm like, Oh, I should try to do this, but for mm. myself. Thank you, Miss Georgie. Well, All right. We ha- it's been a while. Thank you, Miss. So Bobby. we need to finish on a high. It's been a while. Georgie, can I get a whoop whoop? We do. <laughs> <laughs> For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers.